I'm gonna trade my earthly home for a better one, bright and fair. Christ left to prepare a mansion for his children in the air. I'll join him in that land where tears, no sorrow can be found. And I'll receive my mansion. Mansion, Good morning from New York City. I hope you're having a great Wednesday. It is Wednesday, February 7th, 2018, and today we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 23 in our daily Bible reading. Uh, I hope you've had an opportunity to study this week and, and read some of the other uh, chapters that we've been looking through. I also hope that uh, that uh, these lessons have been beneficial to you uh, as well. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to uh, see these previous lessons, you can always look at those on our Facebook page. You can just scroll back through the feed and find them there. Uh, or you can uh, go down to our website, and that is loveland.church, and uh, you can see all of the previous episodes as well as previous sermons and learn a little bit about the church that meets in Loveland Heights uh, in Loveland. Uh, so this morning, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 23. I'm going to go ahead and pull that up now. Um, and uh, we're going to look at a section of scripture that uh, could be difficult. I think if you look at this section uh, critically uh, and with eyes of, of application, um, it may be a difficult chapter for, for some people. Um, I, I titled the video, What If the Heading of Your Bible Headed uh, Chapter 23? Uh, with seven woes for you, enter your name here. Um, and really, I think it's important for us to read the chapter in this way, um, how it applies to us. Um, so there's, um, you know, Jesus absolutely rips the scribes and the Pharisees apart. In there. He gives seven woes upon them for their behavior and their attitude, and he does so publicly, he does so forcefully, um, and it's just not a good situation. The, the, the scribes and the Pharisees are utterly humiliated um, by the allegations that Jesus brings upon them. And of course, this is not something they're going to take lightly. In fact, this is just adding fuel to the fire that they've already been trying to um, catch him and, and, and lead him and, and put him to death. Really. Um, so again, if you, uh, we're just going to read through this today. I'm not going to really stop a whole lot and, and point out things. Uh, but I just want you to kind of listen to these things and read these things and, and think about your life. Um, you know, having your hypocrisy, if you have hypocrisy, pointed out, um, it's this hard thing to take. Um, you know, toes may be stepped on. Um, and how we respond to that, though, as Christians, how we respond to um, having our error pointed out um, says a lot. Are you going to lash out? Are you going to make excuses about it? Are you um, going to refuse to admit you're wrong or admit that, that you need to change? Uh, or can you gracefully accept the the, uh, the rebuke and the teaching and the, and the, the growth that could come from that? Um, so let's let's read through this this morning and uh, see how this applies to our life. Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat, so do and observe what they tell you, but not the works they do. For they preach, but do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, 
but they themselves are not willing to move them with a finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others. For they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at feasts, and the best seats in the synagogues, and, and greetings in the marketplaces, and being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And call no man your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. Neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. For you neither enter yourselves, nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you travel across sea and land to make a single proselyte. But when he come, becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourself. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, If anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that made, uh, that has made the gold sacred? And you say, If anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if, you, if anyone swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? So whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you tithe mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate, that the outside also may be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appeared beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. Thus you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers, you serpents, you brood of vipers. How are you to escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore I send you prophets and wise men and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, and some of you will flog in your synagogues and persecute from town to town, so that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on earth from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing See, your house is left to you desolate. 
For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. There's a lot there. The latter portion of this, of course, if you can tell, uh, is a uh, prophecy of sorts uh, of, of his death, uh, but also of, of what's going to happen after his death and how uh, they're going to treat the, the apostles and, and those who Jesus sends after him, the apostles and the disciples, those who are going to be flogged and, and killed and, and crucified um, because of their ignorance. Oh, that's a big, uh, that's a deep teaching. There's a lot there, um, and I encourage you to get into this a little bit more. Uh, look at the look at the picture that Jesus is painting. Look at the the different woes that he's saying, and and how those can apply to you. Um, you know, the, the the part about cleaning the inside of the plate as well, so that the outside will also be clean. Of course, as an analogy, he's not telling you how to do your dishes at home. He's telling you how to live your life and how to properly cleanse yourself. Um, from the things that separate you from God. So with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you have any questions, you can always ask those down in the uh, comments below. You can also reach out to me directly at minister at loveland.church. If you have any questions or needs or if the church can pray for you in any way, you can also reach out to us at info at loveland.church. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. to prepare a mansion for his children in the air. I'll join him in that land where tears no sorrow can be found. And I'll receive my mansion, mansion, robe and crown. The weather there is always fair, there is sunshine day and night. No cold and no rain will fall there, for the sun shines ever bright. I'll need no heavy garments, I'll just wrap my robe around. When I receive my mansion, mansion, robe, robe and crown.